Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, we have another interesting debate tonight. It's going to prove to be epic. Tonight we're going to have Darth Dawkins and Mark Drysdale. We're talking about Christianity versus atheism. If this is your first time tonight uh, to our channel, just want to say this is a bipartisan platform that we are a nonpartisan platform, even that we like to give everybody a, a fair and equal footing, an e even playing ground to uh, come on and discuss their views. Um, if you haven't already liked the video and subscribe, if if you're new to the channel, and if by chance you like you come on, and you're like, hey, I really like these guys. Uh, their links are in the description. Uh, what links we have for them. And uh, uh, I know Dart's uh, Discord's in the description uh, if you want to check that out. Um, and then what we're going to basically do is we're going to start with two to five minute openings, and then we're going to do an open discussion followed by Q&A. If you want to submit a question, just tag me at Converse Contender, and I'll, uh, and I'll answer your question or I'll ask your question. And then uh, you can send a super chat in that will push your question to the top of the list. Now let's keep it to a let's keep it professional, right? Let's keep it to the topic and let's keep it away from the personal attacks. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of room for that tonight, and just try to keep it clean in, in the live chat. Make everybody feel welcome here tonight. Um, all right, so with that, um, I just want to introduce the uh, debaters tonight. Mark Drysdale is the atheist tonight. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and say a little bit about yourself. Yes, hello. It's uh, like you were saying, it's Mark Drysdale. I know my little uh, picture there is coming up with Tammy Drysdale. That's my wife. Um, I guess I logged in under her account tonight. But uh, basically, my job is um, looking after lions and tigers. I train lions and tigers for the movie industries and uh, also because I love them. So, and I'm here tonight to basically argue that. Um, to, to me, there is no God, and there's really no uh, need for there to be a God. And I know that's quite the statement to make at the beginning of a debate, but uh, that's my position. There's really no room or reason for a God. That's who I am. All right. Thanks so much for that, Mark. Now, get over to Darth. Darth, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, any statements you might have before we get started? Well, probably most of your audience are familiar with me from previous debates um, on YouTube and on uh, Discord. Um, I'm just a Bible-believing Christian. I debate against all other worldviews. I defend the Christian worldview, and I especially debate against uh, atheism. Um, that's basically it. Um, other than that, I wanted just to make a comment, which I think needed to be addressed. Um, there's been an increase of slanderous and defamatory statements being repeated by the atheist community on Discord and some on YouTube. This needs to stop. These uh, false rumors are slander. Uh, they're defamation. And in some cases, um, they're appearing in print are libel. And these are not true. And people who are hearing this need to understand that this is the Internet and um, most of these rumors are coming from only a small number of people who know that they're just making it up. Um, and this just needs to stop. Other than 
that, that's all I have to say. All right. Thanks so much for that. Again, anybody that's got a question, you can throw it in the old live chat, and I'll check. I'll be watching it, so uh, I'll ask your question. Um, just try to keep it professional. And uh, just want to say thanks for being here. Uh, and if you need anything from me, let me know. And let's get started with Darth. you want to give it like maybe a two- to five-minute opening, just let uh, kick us off? Yeah, I just take the basic position that historic Christianity is true, that God, the God of the Bible, the triune God, has revealed himself uh, in through the entirety of Scripture, not just based on some facts, but all facts. In addition to that, he has revealed himself through the course of human history through various individuals, and he has secured uh, this interaction through his sovereign uh, inspiration of the Christian Scriptures. And so those two combined uh, indicate to us that God exists. Now, the denial thereof is going to be an implicit counterclaim, which will have to be uh, defended. Uh, one cannot take a neutral position toward God. One cannot even take a neutral position toward the God of Christianity. If you, if you do not accept it, it is an, an implicit denial, which must be defended. And that's it. All right, we'll kick it over to you, Mark. Uh, you want to start with your opening? Yeah, I understand what he's saying, but one thing that I did want to weigh in on is um, if anyone out there understands uh, libel and slander, it's me, and it is true. People will just make things up. They will post it on the Internet, um, and then somebody will repeat what they say, and that will back up their truth, and it'll make it real. So I do understand what he's saying. These debates don't need to be done in hate, and people like myself, Darth, Kent Hoven, all the people that it, that get involved in these types of debates. Uh, we don't do this to bring trouble on ourselves. We honestly do it because we're looking for, um, we're looking for honesty, we're looking for answers, we're looking to listen to the other side and, uh, you know, see if one day uh, somebody can um, make you believe something slightly different than what you believe. It, it's, it's human interaction and it's the human condition and this is what we do and this is how we learn is by talking to each other. So what I heard him say there at the beginning, I completely understand, and there's really no room for it in uh, the setting of these debates that we put ourselves through is to start up the hate, start up the slander. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to weigh in on that. And like I said at the beginning, I pretty much summed up my view. Um, I just, it's not that I don't accept um, God. I don't accept any gods. I don't have any belief that there is a God or there'd be a reason for a God or it just, it makes no sense to me. And I find it very hard to shoe God into reality, shoehorn God into reality. I don't find it the other way around that it's hard to um, get God out of reality. I find it very hard to find room for a God of any kind in reality and I you know I would just like to add we've been through tens of thousands of gods and one by one we have struck them down as we start to understand uh, like I've said before once we start to understand lightning once we start to understand what tornadoes are hurricanes floods um, we've one by one we have struck in those gods down and in time those gods become um, almost laughable, you know, and we make cartoons about them, you know, Thor and, you know, all these other gods of the past, and it becomes laughable in time. And uh, I honestly believe that as Christianity moves on, I, I just, I, I see it over time um, becoming completely irrelevant 
just due to what we learn in the future and where I think we'll go. I, I think the last few holes that we fit gods into um, are going to get closed up pretty quickly now. All right. Thanks so much for that. Uh, if, if you want, we'll just jump straight into the open discussion and you guys can show your ideas. You want to start that off, Darth? Yeah, well, Mark, is your atheism the denial that there is no ultimate eternal creator God, or do you define your atheism as merely autobiographical, that you lack a positive belief that there is an eternal creator God? Well, no, like I said, I, I don't accept there to be a God at all. Like, I don't even like calling myself an atheism because to... To be, you know, atheism is is theism. I, I'm bringing myself into an arena that I do not believe exists. And I know I do these debates a lot, and I do bring myself into this arena. But even the word atheist um, has the the. Uh, the understanding that we're going to talk about theism, that we're going to talk about a God. And like I said, no, I don't believe that there is a God at all or room for a God. And I grew up with no gods. Gods gods to me were, were something that I, like I've said before, I just seen them Sunday afternoons on TV, wondered what that was all about. Like I, I was not brought up in a religious family. And again, being from Canada, we're, we're not what I would call a religious country, depending on whereabouts you live in this country. It's not, it's not pushed on you. It's not pushed on you in school. Um, so no, I, I just, I really don't accept it. Just like the, the millions of other things out there that I don't accept as being real, that you could make any of them up today. You could come up with a, a lollipop God. And no, I don't believe in that either. So, you know, none of them make any sense to me. And I don't accept them in, in any form or, um, yeah, that's pretty, pretty uh, much sums one, it up for me. One second, Darth. Um, Mark, people are saying that you're a little loud. Are you able to turn down your mic just a little bit? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, buddy. no problem. Go ahead, Darth. Okay. It seems to me that you're representing your position as a kind of lack theism rather than there is no God. Okay. Am I clear in understanding your point? that you merely withhold positive belief because you're unconvinced that you're in some type of a neutral position? No, I wouldn't say that I'm in a neutral position. I, I have no, um, I have no understanding of a God whatsoever. I see no spot for a God. I, I, it, like I said, at, at the beginning, I find that putting a God into things, it really adds a layer of confusion that is just not needed. Like I would ask back to you, where is the need for this God? For, for things to exist the way they exist today and for our reality to look the way it looks today, where does this God fit? Okay, so that's a good question. Why is there a need for a God? So what we have here is a, a contrast between two worldviews. We have the God worldview and the not God worldview. The need of the God worldview is God is, well, first of all, we need to define what we mean by God. God is that which is eternal, absolute, unchanging in terms of its essential properties. And he is the creator and institutor and sustainer of everything that's possible and impossible. So what we have here is called the creator creature or the creator creation distinction, where God is what is um, identified as being what is fundamental and ultimate 
dictating why anything is, can be, or cannot be. Now, um, the reason why there's a need for a God, I don't mean psychologically, but that with, without God existing and his self-disclosure of his existing, then there's not going to be any background, metaphysical background information to place and interpret facts. Facts would just putatively exist in a uh, metaphysical environment of a complete mystery. So you wouldn't be able to know why anything is, cannot be, or, or can be. Um, on the other side, when you say there's no God, I'm taking it, uh, unless you want to correct me, that your position is no ultimate creator God exists. And do you actually have an argument that what is ultimate and fundamental in reality that is the basis of all possibility is not a personal agent rather than what is fundamental and ultimate is impersonal? Do you have a rationale for what is fundamental is impersonal? Well, no, like, like I'm saying to you, I, I don't. So I, I would ask you this. So I, I would take this back even further. I understand what you're saying there. You're saying that nothing can be and there can be no, I, like I've heard this argument before that you cannot have uh, um, intelligence. We, God is all knowing. He puts his knowledge upon us. But what happens when we go back, say, uh, five, six, seven, eight thousand years ago? Like we know that man has been around now for what, a quarter of a million years. God only showed up on the scene how long ago? 6,000 years ago, according to the Bible? Uh, did we have no understanding? Did we have no guidance? Did we have no way forward? Did, were we just out bumbling around in the, in the forest, completely lost because we didn't have any of uh, the revelations from God? Like, you know, man existed before the Bible. How, how did we get by back then? And I don't think I answered your question, but to be honest with you, I didn't really understand what you're asking there. I, I your mic okay. too is is to me very low. I don't know if anyone else is finding yeah, your mic is low. So we're we're hearing from the I'm hearing from the comment section that uh, Darth is low and that you're still too high, Mark. Um, uh, I oh, I'm too high. Up. I and actually you, turned oh, mine up. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So if we can take a second here. Why don't we all adjust our microphones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go first. So just, I am too loud. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you're too loud. Come on, okay. come on down. And then right, Darth, just, okay, how about there? I'm sorry? How's how's that there? I'm sorry. I that's thought better, I was told that I was too low. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, yeah, I so, down a bit. Okay, let me better. do that. Let's get these mics right so we don't, so we don't have people screaming. How's yeah. that there? That's better. That's Darth, can you come up in? Is that it? good? Yeah, that's better. Uh, yep. That's about it. I can't get it okay. any louder. You're fine. All right, go ahead. Okay, so so Mark, um, is it that you do not accept that there is anything at all that is fundamental and ultimate, dictating what's possible and impossible, or is it that you what you do believe is fundamental and ultimate to all possibility is not a a personal being or an agent? No, it's not a personal being or an agent. It, no, that that's what I'm saying. There, to me, there is no God. There is no um, personal connection to that? a God. Pardon me. How did you de How did you determine what is fundamental and ultimate is not a personal entity? Because it was never introduced to me. Like I, like most people say, 
God is introduced to people. If you were to take a thousand people and put them on an island as children with no guidance whatsoever, chances are they would go through, well, not chances are, it's, it's a for sure. They would go through the exact same thing that man has gone through. They would create gods for everything that they don't understand. So, you know, you're putting a, a, lot, a lot of philosophy behind this, but, you know, down to the core, I, I have, I've asked you, where does God come in and, and what is his purpose? You know, I, I understand what you're saying and you want to get into the, this philosophy, you know, a way of asking me questions. But I've asked you, where does this God exist and why do we need him? Why do we need there to be any God? Let's say it's not even the God of the Bible. Let's just say any God. Why, do, why would we need it? Okay, so... Um, I'll be glad to answer that, but I just want to point out that you did not answer my question, okay, how there is no God. All you've given was an explanation of how you believe people using faulty reasoning came to believe in God, okay? That's, that, is the, um, that is the genetic fa uh, fallacy, that because people use improper, incorrect reasoning to re reach a conclusion, therefore the conclusion is false. So what you have just said is a fallacy. All right. Do you understand that? I think I heard you. I, I think I'm hearing you better now, but I got to get really close to my computer. Okay. I, I, I'm honestly catching every other word. But yes, yes, I do believe that. I, I, I like you said, um, God was never introduced to me and I have no feelings of a God. Um, and I have no understanding of why we would need a God because everything. Okay. But what you've said so far, the fact that people have used faulty reasoning to come to the conclusion that there's a God, it doesn't necessitate the conclusion that there's no God. That's a genetic fallacy that you've committed. Well, no, not really. Like, you, you can claim that there is anything and, uh, and, and then put, put a, a, a title to it and say that it's faulty reasoning to come up with that there is or is not a God. Again, it, it, I, I, will, I, I ask you to go back even further than that. Go right back to the basics of where did this God come from? When did it come on the scene? And how did we get by before? Are you a believer in, in Adam and Eve and the, the whole 6,000-year-old, uh, year-ago uh, Genesis creation? Is that, you know, is that your belief? Yes, I am, but we're, we're getting a little bit off topic here. Um, Kai well, no, I, I got to know where you're coming from. I yeah, would have I'm to a, know where I'm, you're coming I'm a, from. I'm a young earth creationist. Okay. Okay. Kai and, Nielsen, and, you know, Kai Nielsen, the famous atheist author. Okay. He's an atheist. He's on your side. All right. He wrote the Encyclopedia Britannica um, article for atheism. Okay. He stated that all of the reasons for God may fail, but it still may be the case that God exists. The fact that people in your view... Uh, incorrectly came to the conclusion that there's a God, it doesn't follow from that that what is fundamental and ultimate is not personal. Now, do you know what is fundamental and ultimate and that it is not personal? Do you know what that is? No. No. If you don't know, I, I don't. Okay. If you don't know what, well, is what are you asking me here? I, I'm trying to hear. I, I'm really having troubles hearing you. Did you say, do I know what is fun fundamental and personal? Is that what you just asked? No, I said, do you, do you know what is fundamental and ultimate that dictates what's possible and impossible? 
Do you know what that is? I know what is fundamental and dictates what is possible and impossible. No, I don't know what you're asking me. Well, then if you don't know what is fundamental and ultimate, how do you know what is fundamental and ultimate is not personal? How do you know that? How do I know that? This this sounds like, you know, Cy Ken. I used to hear him do this psycho babble. And it, again, you know, you're, you're, it, it really is, though. It, it really is. Because what you're doing is you're going into these philosophies that, uh, you know, it, it, it has to be this way or it doesn't exist or it does exist. That, that's really not what it comes down to. You have got to come up with a better reasoning as to why there's a God than the way that our human mind works. Our human mind is going to manufacture gods. There's there's no doubt about that. So to that ask me not, these- It doesn't follow. These... It doesn't follow from that, that there's no God. Now, is it your position that what is fundamental and ultimate, the source of all possibility, is impersonal is that are is that what you are asserting is uh, ask it again uh, very slowly ask me what you are saying or somebody put it in the comments here so i can understand what you're are asking you, are you asserting what is fundamental and ultimate that what is the source of all possibility is not personal is that what you're asserting no, it's it's not personal. No, it's uh, how what at, we. How did you arrive at that? It, it, because every single person on this earth has a different interpretation of what they believe and what they don't believe. So that's everything irrelevant. that that why is it irrelevant? Because that's the genetic fallacy, which I just explained to you. The fact that people might use wrong reasoning to come to the conclusion that there is an ultimate creator God, it doesn't follow from that, that there is no God. That's the genetic fallacy, Mark. No, what, what does follow, though, is that if you can't come up with a reason for a God or a reason that we can't be here without a God, then your your whole your your whole premise starts to collapse. You know, like I said, you can run down these uh, side ten style, and actually, uh, Eric Holden's getting good at this. Well, you're not letting me like you're not letting me answer. You're you're asking these the circular time, questions, and you're asking them over and over and over with the same words, just put into different orders. So so let's let's give up on that. We, you've you've asked that question. I've so answered it the best, to the best of my ability. So you don't have a justification? Or do a I have a rationale for what? Yeah. What is your what is your rational with for what's fundamental? What, yeah. What is your rational justification for what is fundamental and ultimate is impersonal? What's your justification for that? Your string of words, what, what would you like me to say there? I, I don't even really understand what your question is, and I'm not stupid. Again, you're just putting together Psi 10 style um, questions, and you don't want to discuss any of the reality that I'm talking about. No, you I, want I'm, to go I'm down these, these rabbit holes doing... of, of philosophy. I have told Mark, you my position. You can ask it as many ways as you want. I don't believe there's a God because I don't have a use for a God. Now that doesn't mean that, that I'm shunning God. I am saying to you, there is nowhere in our reality that you can fit a God in. 
So, so answer that for me. Why do you need this God? Why do we need a God to be here? And what does God have to do with our day-to-day -day living and our I've reality? Already, I will ask I've you already, that. I've already answered that question twice, but you are not answering my question. Okay, do it again then. Okay. Okay. Do it again then. Uh, the, reason, the reason why we need God is because God has taken the initiative to reveal himself through all of creation. And through the course of human history, he has revealed that he what he is, what is fundamental and ultimate. Now, you obviously do not accept that. Now, if you do not accept that God has revealed himself, then whatever facts that you assert, it's going to um, emanate from mystery. Since you don't, you haven't identified to us so far what precisely it is that is fundamental and ultimate that is not God that would then dictate what is, can be, or cannot be in this world, all right? So can you please tell me what specifically is it that is fundamental and ultimate that is not God? What is it? What is, what, what is, what is, the, what is there that we need there to be for a God to exist? There is nothing. There is nothing that we see in reality, like I told you, that I feel has anything to do with a God. Nothing whatsoever. Okay. And you right. say so that he, he's now. he's uh, presented himself through revelation. When? Where? Where? Okay. Do, well, do we want to go to the, the first Bible or do we want to go or do we want to go to the second Bible that had to be watered down to even make it believable? We had to get rid of the, you know, the people walking around dead with Jesus when he resurrected three days later. You know, which Bible do you want to go with? Like, okay, you know, well, as we've grown up. Mark. Okay, no, because no, you I'll, want I'll... to ask the exact same question for 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 an hour, because that's how Eric and Cy do it. And I'm done with that question. So move on. Well, you, you, you we're not done with the question because you didn't address it. Can you please tell me what is fundamental okay. and ultimate? I'm not going to address your question. Now you're we're going to. Move on. We're not. Mark, you're breaking up sit a little here, bit. Here and play word games all night. That's not a There's two positions. There's two positions on the table. Okay. Move two positions on the table. On. There's God. Move on to what okay. it is. Well, hold on a second. Uh, you Are you on the internet? The bulk of the time, right? Mark, You've been hey. talking the bulk of the time, and I have been quiet much of the time. All right. All right. Now he's. We lost his. Uh, Completely um, coming to a stop. Mark, hang on one second. You you faded out there for a minute. You were roboting real bad, but now you're yeah. back. You're yeah, back I now. think my wife was on the internet. We only got so much bandwidth, and then That's it fine. all all right. Then it all okay. uh, blocked down. All right. Well, let's so let Dr. what we Pace have question. right here is we have two positions. We have God, not God. You have asked me the reason for my presenting this position. I explained to you that God has taken the initiative to reveal himself through creation, through all facts, and through special revelation. Now you have Okay, stop there. May I, may stop I there. Instead I'm of, not done yet. I'm no, instead of continuing on with your word salad, moving on with your word salad. Hang on one second, Mark. Let's let him finish his question. We'll come right back to you, I promise. Okay. Okay. So... What we have here is God versus not God. You have asked me my reason several times for my God position. I've explained it several times to you that God has revealed himself. We could not know or posit God unless God took the initiative to construct this world in a way that he reveals himself. Now, you obviously reject that. Now, you have yet to make a case for 
what is ultimate and fundamental, the source of all possibility, that it is impersonal and not God. Telling me that people have faulty reasonings whereby they concluded what is ultimate is, is, is God is a fallacy. It's called the genetic fallacy that you have committed. Now, please tell me, how did you arrive and conclude as to what it is that is fundamental and ultimate and that it is not God? Can you please explain that? Uh-oh, Mark, you're roboting a little bit here. Okay, I think you're back. I might have to get rid of – I go. may have to get rid of my camera if this keeps up. Okay, you're good right now. Go ahead. Have you, okay, let's like leave it there. It all, it all, uh, it all broke up while he started to ask the exact same question that he's going to keep asking for the next hour. So let's get on with it again. It, no, it's a legitimate question. I'd like you to answer it. Well, for starters, I will tell you that I'm going to ask you: Where has God revealed Himself? Okay, I I already explained that to you. God has revealed Himself in creation and through all facts. And I stated that you rejected that. Now, what I'd like for you to do, since I have made a case for God, which you have rejected, I would like you, you haven't to made a case, case for anything. May I may I finish, please? Okay. You've I'm done all the talking. Aware, okay. I'm not doing all the talking. Much of the time, I've been silent, listening to you. Now, I've made a case oh, okay. for the existence of God, and you have rejected. I would like for you to make a rational defense for what is ultimate and fundamental, the source of all possibility, and that it's not God. The rationale that you gave is a fallacy. It's the genetic fallacy. Now, do you have any other rationale for what is ultimate and fundamental is not God? Do you have one? No, no, let's, I'm done with that question, move on. I'm not gonna move on, you need to answer the question. Otherwise, you're- So you're gonna do it, you're, you're just gonna play, okay. you're just gonna play Psy 10 here all night. Is that what you're gonna do? Okay, no, no, I don't- And then claim that, that you, you've won? Because I am telling you that no, there is no God in my, my view of, of reality, there is no God. And I've asked you to show me why we could not exist right now, out of God, and you haven't said one thing except he has revealed himself in creation. How has he revealed himself in creation? Because you say so? Okay, well, I'll explain it to you, all right? Um, because in, in a world where God is, and God creates the world as ultimate creator, then all facts in creation would, in the, in the Christian worldview, and in order to understand your position better you have to understand what you don't believe right so in the christian position all the facts of creation that surround us whatever they may be they start in the mind of god and then they are implemented uh into creation right because because of god's nature and character now if if you if we if you do not posit a god by virtue that he has revealed himself then there will be no background information for you to place and interpret facts because any fact that you say there will be no metaphysical uh, background for it you would you, you will have uninterpreted facts there's no reason why these facts exist because as you have just done you have not identified or defended what is fundamental and ultimate dictating what's possible or impossible and that it's not god 
let, to show my point, can you, uh, since you do not believe in God, okay, is anything impossible? Is anything impossible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of God course will. there is. We, we already know that we, yeah, we already know that we can't get out of a black hole. We already know that uh, we can't uh, exceed the speed of light. What else would you like me to go on with? Okay. Um, things that are impossible. Yeah, gods. Gods are impossible. Supernatural okay. is impossible. There's lots of things that are impossible. Okay. So when you when you say things are impossible, what is it that is fundamental and ultimate that dictates possible? Why do you just got to keep saying the same words all over and over again? What makes it it's fundamental and impossible? We can't exceed yeah. it's science. Science tells us. Science tells us what is possible and what is impossible. We don't look to the Bible to find out what's possible well, and what's actually, impossible. Actually, There's no actually, science in the Bible. Actually, actually, in in scientific the philosophy of science, they hold to an open system that anything can appear tomorrow. Okay, all conclusions in science are provisional. All right. Are you aware of that? That everything in science is provisional. So you're saying that anything in science is possible and anything can appear no. tomorrow. Is that what you're telling no, me? What I, what, no, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is within the philosophy of science, this is not something I personally agree with, but you're not in a position to say what is impossible unless you can tell me what is fundamental that imposes that. When you say science tells us what's impossible, they cannot tell us what is impossible because science can't even establish the laws of nature. Science has to presuppose the laws of nature in order to do investigation. Are you aware of the fact that science has to presuppose laws of nature? It cannot demonstrate them? It can't demonstrate laws of nature? No. They give me are, give me an example. The laws of nature are universal in nature. Uh, are there? Give me universal. an example. Uh, you you cannot you cannot uh, demonstrate that gravity works the same way at all times in all places. Can anyone do that? Sure, we can. We know no. we know the uh, the acceleration of gravity. What what are you talking about? No, of not, course, it differs. You're not understanding. I said at all times in all places. At all times and all places, is there gravity? Of course there is. Of course there that? is. Any time that we we have a any time that we have an uh, an amount of matter, we know that it's gravitationally pulled towards something else um, uh, with that's a mass. All, so that, that's not all times and all places. That is a a tiny subset of all events. So that's not all times and all places. So the what are you doing? You're just going off into your imaginary world again of these places that don't exist. So you just want to come up with these places and I don't pardon? think you're understanding. I don't think you're understanding the issue. So it, in order to explain to you the dilemma that naturalism puts you in, you have to understand it is opposed to the Christian worldview in the Christian worldview. God creates the world. He sets the parameters of existence and its regularities according to his plan. So therefore, that's why there are regularities in the world because of God's power and plan. But when you reject that, then you're going to need to tell me is why there's anything absolute. If nothing is ultimate, if you cannot identify what is absolute, then you have no basis to expect that the future will be like the past. So I asked you if there was anything impossible, and you said yes. But then when I asked you what is it that imposes that, you said science. Science is simply a body of well, knowledge. Well, no, physics. Physics tells Physi us. Okay. Physics, physics tells us. 
Okay, so can physics tell us uh, can physics tell us that there are absolutes? Yeah, there is. Yeah, we we no. know the absolute speed of, of light. Yep, through no, no, through you, space, no, we know exactly you, what it is. Yep, no, through you, a vacuum, no, we know exactly well, what it is. Mark, you're quite mistaken. Light light cannot be measured one way. It has to be measured round trip. So they do not act, actually know what the speed of light is. The speed of light is estimated in a round trip. So that's a fallacy. Number number two. Have they measured all? Oh, back up there. Back up. You're you're trying to tell us you're trying to tell us that we don't understand the speed of light. Is that what you're telling us? Telling me? No, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying is, is that the speed of light cannot be measured one way. It has to be measured round trip, and then the round trip speed is 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 divided. Okay. So I don't want to get it. It's, I don't want this to derail into a discussion of physics. What I want to know is. What is it that is absolute that will institute? No, of course you, Mark, of course you don't want to go off. Mark, Mark of course you don't want to go off into into Mark, physics. You want to stay in the world of philosophy. One at a time, guys. Well, Mark, your world, your world has nothing foundational that can claim that the that the future will be like the past. Do you know that the future will be like the past, Mark? Yeah, I think tomorrow will be a lot like today. I think I'll wake up a lot the same tomorrow. The sun will rise in the east. It'll set in the west. Yeah, I, I, I really do. And that is, again, why we really do know that there's no gods. We see no magic in the world. We see no, um, nothing varies. There's We don't get up one day and all of a Mark, sudden you're not understanding uh, the that. sun doesn't come up. Pardon? Mark, you're not you're not understanding this. You need to focus on what I'm saying. Yeah, because here, right? you're talking philosophy. I'm not here to talk about philosophy. That that's that's well, not uh, Mark, that's not Mark. who I am. Darth, let's let okay, Mark well, finish Mark. his. Wait a second. Let's let Mark finish his statement. We'll come right back to you. Promise. I I have asked you over and over and over why do we need a god and then you go on with this psycho babble about how uh, we need it for this reason and we need it for that reason but I'm asking you why would we not exist today as humans as as apes why do we need a god as an ape why do we need a god and the monkeys don't need a god okay yeah um I don't think you're really understanding the issue okay well, you just um, keep it, saying that, and, and I don't care about your I'm issue. Fine. I've well, moved well, Mark, off of that, I try to, and I've asked you to start to a new you. issue. I know. Every time I try to answer you, you're being rude and over-talking me. Are you aware that you're doing that? Yes, I do, because you keep telling me that I'm wrong and that I don't understand, okay. and I don't well, know how I don't understand my question well, to you. Okay. And it's when because I, you want to keep yeah. circling back to philosophy. When I... Well, you can't you can't escape philosophy because everything that you've said so far is a type of philosophy. You're you're telling me that the laws of nature simply just exist. Now, are they is does something institute the laws of nature and secure them, or are they simply brute fact that they just ex they exist with no identifiable reason? Yeah, they exist as as the laws of our universe, the best that we can understand it as a as a, a a group of apes that has been working really hard at it for the last 200 250 years against I'm religion not, we're, we're not i'm not we're not talking about um evolution here what we're talking about is the, the laws of physics the laws of nature do the have the laws of nature been imposed and secured by something that is more fundamental or do the laws of nature just simply exist with no identifiable reason no, the, I, I just explained that to you. The, the laws of nature exist 
as we can identify them in this universe in the part of it that we have been able to um, observe. That doesn't explain to me. Uh, a brute fact is something that just simply is without any identifiable reason why it is. Are the laws of nature as you believe them, do they just simply exist without being imposed by something that is more fundamental or do they just simply exist without derivation in your view? They just simply exist. There is no creator for them. Yes, there's no overseer. Okay, okay well, here's the problem then, okay? Are those laws of nature then fundamental and ultimate? Well, why are we asking the exact same question again? I just because told I you, know, are, are they ultimate? Know, They're ultimate. Did the laws of nature just pop into existence from nowhere or do you think that they're eternal? No, they came from the Big Bang, and no, uh, our okay. our universe okay. is not eternal. Okay, so the laws of nature are not eternal then? You're gone. Are the, are the laws Darth, of nature your, uh, your mic is really low. Um, also, Mark, we still have people saying, uh, could you get Mark to turn down his mic? I know, Darth, you can't really turn yours up any, but um, yeah, we're just trying to get the best audio as we can. Uh, so, Mark, if you're able to, and um, I, we're going to go uh, for about another way down. Volume turned up, huh? Can you, if I turn way down, can you turn everything way up? Yeah, sure. It's up now yeah. that I'm down? Yep. Give that a try, because okay. honestly, I've heard maybe every other word that he's saying tonight. I, I'm really struggling to hear him. Okay, I'm going to turn it up right now on everybody's. Uh, so, all right, we should be good now. Darth, just try and talk as, as uh, loudly as you can. Okay. And we'll go so for about Mark, another 10 or 15 are... minutes here, and then we'll go to Q&A. Okay, so, Mark, are the laws of nature that you claim exist without derivation from God, are the laws of nature in and of themselves eternal and without beginning? Or you said it's the Big Bang. Well, then, what is it then that is fundamental that instituted laws of nature, Mark? Just the way, just the way that uh, the Big Bang happened, the way that uh, everything uh, came about from that point. That is, that is where we're at, and there is no hand of God in this, and we I don't see a hand in God. Mark. But really, what, what I find disappointing. What is fundamental about what? I want to know what is fundamental. Well, let's, let's let Mark answer. That instituted laws of nature. What is it? I have yet to hear you tell. Dark, me what we'll come that right is. back to you. Let's let's let Mark finish. I, I have just told you. So so basically what we've done is we've just spent a whole hour you saying the same words over and over in, in a different order, asking you the same questions. And all I really wanted to have tonight was a discussion on where your God fits into our reality. What I already about, explained that to you. You rejected it. No, you haven't. You haven't. You you keep telling me that he reveals himself. He has never revealed himself to me. And I, okay. I'm not on the chat here. I, I, I should have got on it somehow so I could watch them go by. But I guarantee well, you, a, a mm -hmm. majority of the listeners, it has not been revealed to them either. And we don't okay. see God's God's handprint dripping okay. from everything so that we see. We don't right. see it anywhere. Okay. Well, the reason why I'm saying that all facts are indicative of God is because w without them being indicative and revelatory of God, they couldn't be facts, because the facts that you claim would be shrouded in ultimate mystery. 
So is the ultimate nature of reality that you think produces laws, is that ultimate nature a mystery or is it identifiable for you, Mark, by which you can say there's no God? Because unless you tell me what is specifically fundamental and ultimate, then you cannot logically and coherently say there is no God that is ultimate. That would be a fallacy if you don't do that. So what is it that is fundamental and ultimate that imposes these other things that you claim? What is it? So so what is it about your God claim that couldn't exist and not your exact same question back at you that wouldn't exist with 10,000 other gods that people okay. have made up? What is it okay. special about your God that this reality would not exist without I your yeah. God? What, what is it about your God question. that's so special? Because I'm not. I'm, I'm just. I'm sick of you asking the same things over and over for an hour. Yeah, Darth, are you able to maybe? Are you able, Darth? Are you able to maybe uh, ask your question in a different way or some uh, try to clarify? Um, well, it here's all? the problem. Well, instead of asking questions, I'll just I'll just make a comment. Okay. You want to assert that there's no God. God is defined as what is fundamental and ultimate. You do not believe that which is fundamental and ultimate is a personal being, God. In order for you to say that there is no God that is fundamental and ultimate, you're going to need to know what is fundamental and ultimate and that it is not personal and not God. But you have not answered that question the whole time. So you are making an empty claim that there's no God. And then you keep on falling back that you are personally unconvinced that you don't see God. It doesn't follow from the fact that you are unpersuaded or unconvinced that what is fundamental and ultimate is not a personal a creator being. So the reason why you have refused steadfastly not to answer the question is because you cannot answer the question. And in your failure to identify what is fundamental and ultimate, then you are not in a position to say there's no God. Number two, you said you, you don't oh, see the facts going. of creation. You do not see the facts of creation as uh, necessitating referencing God. Well, that's another case that you're going to have to make. I made a case for why all facts collectively necessitate referencing God, but you rejected that. Now, I want to know from you is how did you determine that all facts do not necessitate referencing God? The only way that you can defend that statement is to tell us what is fundamental and ultimate and the source of all facts. What is the fundamental source and ultimate of all facts, Mark? So, so you, you, Cy Ten, and Eric Hoven have have actually. This is the road you go down is just to continually ask questions over and over that you know there are no answers to. Is is that is that okay. really the best case you have for a god? Is to sit there um, and to try to say that because we don't understand this completely and we don't understand that completely and we can't answer your philosophical questions um, with a perfect answer of how we know that there is no God because of X, then there must be a God. That is an extremely weak thing that you're asking. What you've done is you've come up with a way of asking questions that, that you know cannot be answered. Therefore, there is a God. Is, is that really where you stand? Because no, you I'm, could do I'm that with anything. This, what I'm saying to you is this, is that when you reject that all facts necessitate referencing God, because without, without God, 
okay, they wouldn't be facts because it would be shrouded in mystery. Are all the facts that Says you, you believe in, may, may I finish, please? You know what? I've been very circumspect not to interrupt you, right? Now, do you are all the so-called facts that you believe in, are they shrouded in ultimate mystery, or do you know what is ultimate and fundamental, Mark? I I know what I know what is my reality. Put it that way, and you know what is your reality. And you're sitting there, you're sitting here question. arguing that because my reality doesn't line up perfect with yours, and that I believe different facts and a different way of looking, uh, that that. I just don't understand and our reality, the people who do not believe in God, our reality is flawed because we can't answer your philosophical question that has been specifically put together to ask it the same way over and over and over for an hour. And yet when I ask you to tell me where God has revealed himself to you and all you can say is creation, is that the yeah, best you got? Is it all creation? Himself, I said God has revealed himself through all facts in creation, and he's revealed himself through the course of human history, uh, ultimately in the incarnation of Jesus Christ, which you reject. I understand that you reject that. Now, what, when, when you reject that, you are making an implicit counterclaim. Do you realize that? Of course I, I, of course I do. Good. But now, that doesn't mean need, that then, every time you come you up with a, defend, a question, you need to defend that counterclaim. So this is why you have steadfastly you want to assert that there's no God, but you don't want to defend the rationale of how it is there is no God. If we if somebody says A is false, the only way that you can defend that A is false is by defending not A. You have said that the existence of God is false. God is defined as what is fundamental and ultimate, the source of all possibility. You stated that that does not exist. That presupposes then that you know what is fundamental and ultimate and that it's not God in order to rationally say God is not ultimate. Now, I'll ask you again, what is it that is fundamental and ultimate that is not God that you will use as a rationale to say there's no God? What is ultimate and fundamental that's not God, Mark? Do you know how flawed your thinking is? I can prove that your your thinking is completely flawed because I could replace your word God with any word, any word whatsoever, the magic black box in the sky, and it would have the exact same meaning and outcome and lack of answerability in philosophy that you are trying to continually push on me. So the fact that I can say to you that you can replace the word God with black box in the sky for your whole argument tonight tells me that your entire way of thinking is completely flawed and without base. Uh, okay. Well, so in guys, your maybe... world, there's no, wait a minute, in your yeah, world, there's no metaphysical grounding for, for reason because nothing ultimately dictates anything, including reason. Is there anything that is ultimate and fundamental that dictates reasoning? So, so what you're saying then is we wouldn't have the human condition question, without Mark. God. It, it, yet, while you're talking over me, so you're saying that we wouldn't have the human condition. We can't know anything. I, I've heard Saiten inside note. You, you've you've taken you're some of his better points. One second, one second, Darth. We'll come right back to you.
so so what you've done is is you've just turned this into asking questions to people and you you kind of and, and you do a really good job at it you do this this good job at asking questions that you know aren't answerable but that doesn't make there a god no matter how many times you ask me the same thing and i tell you the same answer doesn't make there a god but what really does make your reasoning flawed is, like I said, I could repeat to you the exact same. We could have this exact same debate, flip sides, and I could have the little block, black box in the sky, and you would not be able to sit on my side and answer it. Well, you couldn't. So you answer me that. You're, you're contradicting yourself because you just admitted that you don't know what's fundamental and ultimate. Okay? You don't have a rationale no, we, for what's fundamental. Mark, I didn't interrupt you this whole time. Okay, you've been interrupting no, me I thought the you just whole asked time me a question. conversation. Sorry. Okay, now I've asked you the, a question and you didn't answer it. You keep on tap dancing and dodging. Now, you just conceded that you cannot answer the question as to what is fundamental and ultimate, right? If you don't know what's fundamental and ultimate, then you cannot say there is no God. The only way that you could say there is no God is to do it without a rational justification. It would be an arbitrary declaration. Now, is your declaration that there is no God arbitrary without rational justification, or do you have a rational justification for what is ultimate and fundamental that's not God? Can you tell me what is ultimate and fundamental in order to rationally defend what is ultimate and fundamental is not God? Can you please answer that? Yeah, we don't we don't need to answer what is ultimate and fundamental about anything that somebody can dream up. We we don't need to do that. Why so do we need an to answer to your question, question at uh, all? One second, North. Yeah, you're not answering. Why do my we question? need to answer your? You guys, because we may no, be at no, an impasse. Because you're asking. One second, you guys. Sorry. We may be at an Sorry. impasse on this question. Um, if we do need to go to Q and A soon. Um, why, why don't we do this? Well, if why don't... Mark doesn't answer, if Mark doesn't answer this question, and by the way, he has answered the question. He stated it's unanswerable. He stated that he does not know what's fundamental and ultimate. Is that correct, Mark? Yeah, well, your question's designed to be asked that way. Of course it is. You know the outcome of these debates. I've heard you in other debates. I listened to a couple of them today, and it's the exact same thing. You, you've, you've learned how to structure a question that you know is not answer. answerable, but you just cut me off. So I'm going to say to you, how can you prove that the little black box in the sky is not responsible for everything that we see today? And you would not be able to answer that question. So I, I ask can. you again, how? Of course I can. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because that little black box, uh, am I under the correct impression that this little black box that you're referring to is impersonal? Well, all I can tell you is that we know little black boxes actually exist. So there's already no, Mark, a lot more proof for my Mark, God, talking, the little black box in the sky. Mark, we're talking about what you are putatively putting forth as ultimate. Are you putting forth that there is something that is ultimate and fundamental in order to negate God is impersonal? Are you doing so right now? Yes, absolutely. I'm telling you okay. that your question Everything that you say could be flipped around on you with the little block box well, in the sky, with what we think is a, what, well, you're cutting me off, with the garden gnome in it, 
and it is responsible for everything that we see, every um, reality that we experience throughout life. See, what you're basically doing is, is you're trying to make our lives based in philosophy and not the reality that we see every day. So I wanted to come here and just ask you straight up questions. Where do we see God? Where do we see God's hand? Just eliminate God. And where is it? Where do we see that? that okay, that question... That question presupposes that all the facts that you're acquainted with do not necessitate referencing God. Do you understand that? No, you you don't want to answer the question. No, I'm. You should be able to say to me. You should be able to say, Mark. Listen, you said you could posit any ultimate. If it's impersonal, you couldn't put it on the table because you would never be able to know something that is ultimate and eternal that it is ultimate because impersonal things do not communicate now and what is personal you know, about your mark, thought mark can you tell me if it are, are either you are asserting that there is an impersonal ultimate or not are you asserting that there is an impersonal ultimate an impersonal ultimate what are you asserting that as a defense against the existence of God. There is no God. That's correct. I am telling you, there is no God. Question. You can Are word you it however you like to word it, impersonal. That's right. There is no God. Ultimately, okay. yes, no, I didn't, no, no God. I understand that. Are you asserting that what is ultimate and eternal is impersonal? Why do you just keep asking the same questions over because and over you, again? Because, you really you need to answer that question. No, I yeah. don't, because you're asking everything based on philosophy. And like I told you, this this could honestly we could take this entire debate. I hope somebody does and turns it around on you as the little black box in the sky with a garden gnome in it. And you, and you, you would you not be able because impersonal things do not engage in revelation or communication, Mark. Guys, let's uh, we're we're going on. Uh, let's see. We're, yeah. Let's go ahead. And one go minute the... you want to say. One second you want to say. What is fundamental and ultimate is completely unknown for everybody. Then you want to turn around and say, well, I could assert that it's a little black box or a garden gnome, but you just contradicted yourself that what is ultimate and fundamental is unknown. So basically, your God denialism is irrational. You don't have a rational justification right. for what is fundamental and ultimate, thereby negating God. And you right, claim Darth, we... that you don't see – let me just wrap it up yeah. here. So when you say that you don't see God or that you don't conclude that all the facts that you're acquainted with necessitating God, that's another claim that you have not substantiated that facts don't necessitate God. The fact that you are unpersuaded with my presentation does, does not support your case. The, you are not neutral. You are making an opposite case for naturalism, which is a positive case. You have not, you have not defended metaph metaphysical naturalism, Mark. You just asserted that it was so. All right, Darth, let's, uh, um, we need to go ahead to the Q&A section. Um, Mark, we'll let you well, have, the, just, la yeah, we'll let you have the last Can the I last have a word. minute then? Yeah, we'll give you the last Can word. Can I just have a minute? Yeah, take, take a minute and then we'll, uh, we'll move okay, to the Q&A. Okay, just a minute. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so what I what I would 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 put back to you, um, Darth, and I, I have enjoyed talking to you. I, I it, these philosophical talks for for everybody. It just it hurts everybody's brain. I know it. I've watched them many many times. Um, you don't want to get into the nitty gritty of of your god you don't want to really back anything for a god any substantial proof you don't want to go back and say well i know there's a god you don't want to defend the bible you don't want to defend the writings in the bible you want it to be all philosophical that if we can't answer x um god must exist and i really think no, it's a, it, it's god, one Mark. of the most let me finish up please start, start. just let me finish up and then i'll let you let you talk for a sec i think it's an extremely weak i i honestly think in the debate um community you do come across as winning these debates because philosophically yes uh, we we can't answer what you're asking but you still haven't made a case for God, in my opinion. And tonight, nothing you've said has made me think that, wow, I really missed the boat. I missed that part. God must exist. You you haven't even you haven't even touched on your God. I'm not even sure which God you're talking about. That's how weak this argument was. You didn't get into the Bible. Yeah. You, you didn't, didn't get into the proof the of, of the Jesus. Bible, you didn't hear yeah, I heard you say God, Christ, Bible. God yeah, in the Bible. Yeah, there's well, that's yeah, well, yeah then, which, I, then which Bible is short term memory lapses, yeah. Mark, because I mentioned the God of the Bible repeatedly throughout this conversation. And I mentioned that God has revealed himself finally and openly in Jesus Christ. Now, the point is simply this. You 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 just keep on saying you're unconvinced. But that 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 claim of being unconvinced is an implicit counterclaim. But you have not defended the implicit counterclaim that is behind your claim that you're unconvinced. Do you realize that you have not defended your implicit counterclaim when you claim you're unconvinced, you have not done that, Mark. All right, all right. So, Mark, uh, do you I'll realize you respond? That, uh, you, he says that you got. Yeah. Do you realize, Darth, that and then we're going to go to Q and A. That you haven't at all defended why your God exists. Why yes, I have. you haven't made a case? You haven't made a case for a God at all. Yes, I have. What what you have done is. All you're simply saying is I haven't made the case because you don't accept what I have made, but you haven't given you haven't defended the counterclaim of your non-acceptance. Have you defended here tonight your counterclaim, which is inherent in your claim that you're unconvinced? Have you defended your philosophical naturalism, Mark? Or metaphysical I naturalism? Feel like have you defended that? Absolutely, I feel that I have. Right. I feel that Good. you have what asked that, me a bunch okay, of right. philosophical questions. All right, guys, hang on one second. In your, in your okay, he's back asking. He's right. back asking the same Darth, question. One second, Darth. I think you we're at an impasse here. Let's question. Yeah, I think we're at yeah. an impasse here. So you have defended with... nothing but just your own incredulity. That that's fine, Darth. So let's uh, let's go to the Q and A because un I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going to have time to be here um, a lot like all night because I've got. I've got a. I got. I'm going up to the mountains more, but um, but I do want to go ahead and uh, go to the Q and A because we had a lot of questions. I feel like you guys have um kind of went over the same subject a few times. So um, with that, let's just go to the Q and A real quick. And uh, everybody, thanks so much for all the uh, questions and super chats. Um, if you if I missed yours, please let me know. You can tag me at Converse Contender. Um, so uh, the first one, let's see. John Rapp, thanks for the $2 super chat. 
are the two, whatever an A is. I'm not sure about that currency. Uh, Didi, can you elaborate on Revelation? Um, yeah, Revelation is broader than most people think. Revelation entails uh, God's entire creative process. So when we look at the leaves blowing in the wind, that's a revelation of God. When we look at the light reflecting off the moon, that's a revelation of God. When I look at the, my palm of my hand, that's a revelation of God. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. So that's referring to natural revelation of creation. Then there is special revelation where God communicates with various individuals through the course of human history. And then through his sovereignty and providence, he records infallibly these interactions. Now, whether or not somebody else accepts that, that is, that is the Christian position. So there's both natural uh, and special revelation. All right, thanks so much for that. Hey, you guys, I'm going to ask the next question, but we got almost 800 people watching and only like 150 or 160 likes. Let's get some more likes going on this video if you like this, or give it a dislike, I don't care. Well, that's, All that's, right, so that's, that's because you will we'll be predominantly having Darth haters, okay? Well, we got we had a, quite a lot of people, about 800 people here, and uh, I've seen both back and forth. I've seen both saying uh, you won, and then people saying the, uh, that Mark won. So, our next super chat's from well, Chris Gaman. They're smoking. Our, our next super chat's from Chris Gaman. He says, "I've been frozen for the last four days. I hope this debate is warm and juicy. I think it has been." Um, Malog Hoxha. Thanks for the uh, $5 Super Chat. says, I believe in the lollipop god. Um, ordinary Citizen with the five bomb says, um, Dark's talking too much. That's just kind of like a comment. Mike Biller's $5 Super Chat. Thanks so much. Mark says, you're, uh, Mark, or Mike Biller says, Mark, you mean you're not a Berenstein Bear-ist? You're just suppressing the righteousness of Papa and Mama Bear? Uh, thanks for that. Um, Mike Billers again. I'm calling it. Mark asked, where is God in our history? And Dee Dee said he'd be glad to answer that, but he never will. Uh, and if you guys want to respond to any of these, these are kind of comments, but I'm just going to keep going through. Uh, actually, actually, I did answer that. I said God has spoken to various ind individuals through the course of in uh, mm -hmm. history, and he has, through his providence, secured, transcribed his interactions infallibly. And finally, in the person of Jesus Christ. Now, whether or not people who are listening to me are going to accept that, that is still the Christian position, right? The fact yeah. that they don't accept it does not mean that it has not been answered. All right, thanks so much for that response. Um, next, Chris Gaiman, 499, says, Didi, can you define word by word what fundamental and, and ultimate being personal means this question makes zero sense to me yeah what it what it means is what is the ground of all existence why does anything at all exist okay um so when we say what is ultimate we're talking about whatever is eternal and the source and the the foundation of what's possible or impossible right unless somebody wants to believe the inco incoherent notion that nothing is foundational, fundamental, or ultimate, and therefore our world is just an array of unconnected, eternally existing, unrelated, ununified particulars. If that, if that is adopted, then you're not going to be able to make sense of anything. So what is ultimate and fundamental 
is the ground of all being. All right. So if I can just add something there. Yeah, go ahead. So basically what he's saying is, as I had mentioned at the beginning, there are still holes for a God, and that's exactly where he's slipping it in right now. He is saying that if we do not understand everything to the nth degree, and I and I'm really paraphrasing here, then there must be a God. And and there there is just no reasoning for that. We're only 250 years into this people. And and really a lot of it has happened in the last hundred years. So yes, there is still a lot to be understood, but we don't need to fit a God in there and there is no room for a God. And I, I you know, for any Christians out there, I'm sorry to say that. And I, God, like show me where this God ever existed, not just a story in the book, where he existed and where we just see the hand of God. And and Darth has said that you see a leaf blowing, it's God. Is it really? Is 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 it God? Is every single leaf on this earth blowing, every wave breaking, every dust in the air, every snowflake falling? Is that really God? Or is this just a a wheel in motion that we call the universe, that we call our um uh, our galaxy, which we call our solar system, which we call our earth, which we call our backyard. Is is it really, is everything being spun by the hand of God? I say no. All right, thanks so much for that response. Yeah. Uh, um, let me guys? just a quick comment. Okay, okay, you said there's no reason to believe in God. One reason among several to, to believe in God is that without God, you won't be able to defend that there are grounds for, for reason. In other words, everything will be shrouded in mystery. So what you claim to be a fact today could be falsified tomorrow, and then that could be falsified tomorrow. You're in an open system, whereas God would be a closed system where he is the creator. This, this creation is operating according to his plan and parameters. But when you reject God and the closed system, you're in an open system where anything can happen. And if you're in an open metaphysical system, uh, Mark, then you have no reason for anything because everything is shrouded in ultimate mystery. And you confirmed that. You said, we do not know what is fundamental and ultimate. You have now agreed that everything is shrouded in ultimate mystery. And if everything is shrouded in ultimate mystery, you don't know that what you think are facts are facts because tomorrow they could turn out not to be. Yeah, but that's called science. That That's called the human condition. We're learning. Don't try to wedge a God into everywhere that we haven't got to yet. And that is what you're doing. You're, you're wedging gods position. into misunderstanding. No, I do understand what you're saying. You're uh, basically saying God's is everything that we... Yeah, but you can say that about anything. You can say the little black box you, in space is the, is the no, foundation. You, no, you and you can't prove it's not. No, I explained to you I explained why? to you why you can't. Because you just said you don't know, we will never know what is fundamental and ultimate. So you, you're contradicting yourself now. All right, thanks for those of comments. Of course I guys. am because I don't believe we gotta move on yeah, to our okay, next questions. Go back. It's okay. Yeah, we gotta Sorry. move on to our next questions. Uh Kent Hoven, CPA, two dollar super chat says uh, Um that is a humorous question comment about Smokey Saint. We'll move on. Um Esteban Yabaka, I hope I pronounced that right, says, Darth's question should be, do laws of nature and universal constants, yeah, do laws of nature and universal constants were programmed by a creator? The simple answer, we don't know. 
Um, thanks for your twenty five hundred CLPs, whatever that is. Um, and then also for everybody who has been like tagging me throughout the whole debate, saying like, why don't I stop and clarify that what's being asked, or why don't I, you know, interrupt and tell one person or the other what the other's saying or something like that? Is I, it's just best uh, practice to stay out of it because if you try to rephrase it or help somebody then most then most of the people think you're being a biased moderator so i just try to stay out of it uh next super chat from mike billers dd so you're telling me we have god to blame for this train wreck of a reality you got any comment or you want to just move on darth you there yeah i'm here i have my mic muted yeah what he's saying is no um the the current condition of, of our planet is a temporal judgment because of the rebellion of man and the inherited sin nature. There's a fundamental problem with human nature. Okay. Now, if they want to try to impugn God for the bad way people think and believe, good, be my guest, attempt to blame it on God. Okay. Now, in terms of natural disasters, things like that, these are all temporal judgments as a continual reminder for human beings not to be complacent and to repent and turn to God and escape the disaster of eternal judgment that is coming. If you do not repent and turn to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you're going to be doomed for eternity. Jesus Christ not only saves us from eternal damnation, he saves us from the incoherence in a world where nothing can be said to be controlling everything. Mark himself admitted there is nothing identifiable that is ultimate or fundamental that is controlling anything. So in Mark's world, anything can happen. And if anything can happen, there cannot be any intelligibility, right? If anything can happen, there's no intelligibility or reason. All right. Thanks so much for that response. Uh, next, we got a five bomb from Ordinary Citizen says, is it ethical to eat tigers if I'm hungry? I think that's just a comment. Uh Let's see. Five dollar super chat comes in from Rodent. No last name. That's his last name. Darth, if God can break the laws of physics at any time, then they are not laws, and your universe crumbles into incoherence. Any comment? Um, yeah, that's a fallacy. Um, in the Christian position, God does not break the laws of physics. Uh, miracles are. Uh, a display of the power of God that are highly unusual events that supersede but do not violate the laws of nature. If somebody says they're violating the laws of nature, that's an interpretation, okay? So All right. That's a fallacy, what he said. Thanks so much for that. Um, our next Super Chat 5, whatever an A is in currency, uh, P. Barnes says, I know it was asked earlier, but can Darth unpack Revelation full marks for not mentioning the Bible? I'm not sure if um, he means yeah. can you do it without mentioning the Bible or something like okay. that. Revel Revelation is how God has constructed whatever parameters that come into contact with us uh, to communicate certain things for us to, to know. Sometimes God uses the natural things of the world to make us to know things. We know it externally, we know it internally because of the way he's constructed this world, the way he's constructed our cognition. And God has taken historical developments uh, through the course of human history to make us to know things through the various prophets, ultimately through Jesus Christ, 
to know things that we he did he did not plan for us to know through natural revelation. All right, thanks so much for that. But isn't that handy? Isn't that isn't that extremely handy that things exist the way they they exist because of God? How would we know if they existed another way? That it wouldn't be because of a, another God. If we lived in a different reality where water was in the sky and we had oceans of air and we had to swim around, what's it, what's to say that this reality shows a God any different than if we lived in another reality or if things were another way? If we breathed water and swam in air, what 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 are you saying? You're saying that what we see, therefore God, and that does not make sense. Okay, well, the problem with that is you're presupposing the causal principle and laws of nature, but you have yet to identify uh, what imposes causality and laws of nature. You just say they're there, okay? Um, you don't We're know working on what it. you think is Okay, well, you're not working on it because science presupposes the uniformity of nature. Science cannot demonstrate the laws of nature. That's why they presuppose it. If you take a, a 101 course in the philosophy of science, you will learn in the first week that there are a number of things that science presupposes because they cannot establish it because it would be circular reasoning. The bottom line is you keep on appealing to fiction and fantasy uh, when you've already admitted you do not know what is ultimate. Since you don't know what's ultimate or fundamental, you don't know what's absolute, you can't make an appeal that the past consistencies will continue into the future. Mark, I'm going to ask you a simple question before the audience. Do you know the future? Of course not. All right. Then you cannot, then you cannot say what, what will be. Okay. You can't say that God. there are laws of nature. Okay. Well, what I'm saying to you Therefore is if you, don't, if you don't accept God's self-disclosure of himself because you love your own autonomous reasoning, you will be. I, we will prove to you, God, due to the impossibility of its denial, that you will have no ground for reasoning. You said, I don't have a reason to believe in God. Do you have a reason at a fundamental and ultimate level in reality to believe in reason? What is fundamental and absolute and ultimate, Mark, that grounds reason? What is it? Everything that I see every day around me. No, the way things are fundamental. Yes, my reality is. My reality absolutely is. And it, it you know okay. something? You didn't From tell the me day I, I have been born, it has never failed me. I have never, ever seen like one of the questions were, why doesn't God, why doesn't God reach his hand down and change a parameter for us so that we would stand back and go, wow, now we know there's a God and we've never seen it. Every day goes forward as the last day. Yeah. The fact right. that the fact that God doesn't run this creation the way you would wish it to be doesn't mean that there's no God. You have yet to answer the question. What is it that's fundamental and ultimate that will secure that there can be reason? What's fundamental and ultimate, Mark? What is? You tell me. Are you guys, uh, you, you told me you don't have a reason to believe in God. Well, there must be something no, you that's tell fundamental. Me. In her, okay, I'm waiting you for an tell me. from you. You okay, tell me that exact. I told you. So, so I ask you I'm that exact same answer. question. Okay, is I'm it answerable? All right, so guys, we need, to, we need to move then, on. We need to move you, on. Then you cannot defend that anything's absolute, Mark. So we need to move We're on. We're working Darth, on stuff. Darth, I'll, gi I'll give you the last that's comment because my question was for you. That's a cliche and sloganism, Mark. All you've been spewing here tonight are cliches and slogans.
All right, so uh, well, I'm not spewing. I've I've been asking you for proof, and you you gave, went down the road you, of philosophy. You went down no, the road of philosophy, and that's fine. You 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 got me on a lot of your on a lot of your questions because I'm not a philosopher, and I haven't put together the the circular questions that that you've studied from Psi Ten, and uh, you know you've done a good job at at, at what you've done. I'm not upset all here. All right, guys, I'm just telling you you haven't, you haven't. I haven't studied Psi Ten, my friend. I, my questions all come from the Bible. Darth, your mic, your mic just uh, went way up, man. That's, uh, that's good. All right, so we're going to yeah, move on finally, to the next question. Thank you. All right. So, um, uh, uh, Darth, we had a lot. We've actually had like three or four people ask, um, will Darth be willing to debate, ask yourself in the future? I actually talked to Darth about that. Do you want to comment on that at all? Um, that's already been addressed. I've been asked that do dozens of times. I, yeah. I've already given that answer. I'm just okay. not going to waste my time. All right. And, and in all probability, the people who are asking the question are just trolling. The answer, that answer has already been given. Gotcha. All right. Next uh, super chat from Jordo Stands in a Ditch. Um, 10CA says, honestly and seriously, Dart should be... Okay, so he's just a uh, comment on... He doesn't care for you too much. Uh, Richard Romanchik. Mark might just... Okay, that's another thing where he didn't care for Mark. Uh, Chili Wilson, both debaters. Don't you think if you're going to do internet debates, you might want to spend a buck or two trying... Oh, they're, they're complaining about the mics. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, and I do apologize for that too. And, and a lot of that... A lot of that was based on me, and I, I take responsibility for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, Skinny Pete, five dollars super chat says, uh, "When is Tom, uh, they're basically asking, are you going to debate Tom Rabbit? I'm not sure if that's been addressed or not." Uh, Darth, you may be muted. I'm not sure. Yeah, if he's muted, Darth, all I can say is I know there's a lot of there's a oh, lot of people out there. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm sorry that are a hell of a yeah. lot better at yeah. philosophy I just than realized, me. I just realized that the volume setting uh, in the streamyard was at the middle setting. When we do the if we do this again, yeah. uh, Converse, I'll I'll increase the uh, gain oh, on awesome. the microphone. Yeah, because awesome. I can I can hear you perfect now, yeah, and yeah. I I honestly maybe caught every other word when we were. That's why my head was I really was struggling to hear you, and, and I I'm yeah. sorry for that. I, we spent the first ten minutes of setting this up trying to even turn my mic on, so um you know I I have to take blame for that. We really didn't have a lot of time to do uh sound checks and yeah. stuff, so I do apologize. That's not modern day debates fault. I take full responsibility, and I'm sorry. That's all right. Um the the question again, Darth from Skinny Pete, five dollar super chat was he was asking uh just kind of paraphrasing it he's saying would uh are you going to debate tom rabbit i'm not sure if that's been answered or not oh uh, that that's already been addressed okay. um i've attempted to debate atheism uh, atheism with tom rabbit on discord uh -huh. on at, at least a dozen or more occasions and he always runs runs away what he wants okay. to do is he wants to set up a formal situation so he can have people feed him uh, answers through uh, direct messages right gotcha. so the issue yeah so i've i've Every time I've encountered him on Discord, he's run away. Okay. Um, Mike Billers, $5 Super Chat, says, Didi, how can you say there are regularities in reality when God 
can just do a miracle and change literally anything your worldview is pure chaos. So did you already answer that earlier, kind of in another Yeah, question? I already I already, already answered that. Okay, well, first of all, the reason why we know the uniformity of nature is because the God of the Bible makes us to think that way. We couldn't think otherwise as human beings. Show me, show me somebody who doesn't, from moment to moment, um, hold to the uniformity of nature, and I'll show you somebody who belongs in a, a mental institution. And I've already explained that miracles are a manifestation of God's power producing a highly unusual event that supersedes the laws of nature but do not violate them. If you're going to say that miracles violate the laws of nature, you're going to have to make a, a defense of that. Okay, we got a $5 super chat next from Bugmaster. He says, well, that's what a miracle that's what a miracle is. If, if no, it didn't violate the laws it. of nature, we wouldn't be able to recognize it. No. You're, you're, that's we wouldn't you're recognize it. it as a miracle. No, you're defining it and as a violation. And that's why we've never... Can okay. God's we've power never seen supersede? a miracle. Okay. Can God's power in the Christian worldview, Mark, even though you don't accept the Christian worldview, in the Christian worldview, can God have a display of his power? That supersedes, oh, yeah, God, but does not suffer. If, if God, yeah, if the Christian God existed, we should expect a hell of a lot more out of him than we have. Why did we okay, just go through what we just from? went through for a year? Where, where do you, where, because you get, why, you why are we from? living like this? That's why not, are we that's living not a like this? Of your statement asking questions is not a defense of your accusation. Absolutely, it is. You're telling me that this is God's creation. God has set this up, and it's obvious that he set it up because of our reality, because of our human condition. And yet we look at our human condition. We live in a first world country. The human condition is not the way me and you live. The human condition is brutal. Animal condition is brutal. There's nothing nice about living in Africa. Go look up jiggers. Go look up what these poor people go through. They're, these worms crawling through their feet, through their legs. I've been to Africa squeezing mango worms out of lion's ears. Like, come on. There, there is nothing that we see on this planet that would make us think to ourselves, wow, was this ever beautifully orchestrated by a god? Yes, we live in a first world country where we live yeah. on carpet, yeah. but that that's, is not the world, and that is not giving. what. All right, Darth, no, this is last... what science has built for us. Since this is what science no, the, the, the built for us. Do you know? Do you know? We right, live in. Do you know? Go ahead. Do you know that the the problems in our present world today? Do you know that they're not a temporal judgment by God as a constant reminder not to love this present world and to seek? communion and salvation with god do you know that's not the case mark oh i would hope not that that would be a brutal god so you don't that, so really you don't would. that would be a god so all, yeah so yeah no that is, no i'm telling is, you i know if if no, that's what a you god, are saying he's a tyrant. Is, no what you are saying is well now you're making actually what you are claiming is a form of megalomania that if you were god you would be able to institute a redemptive plan of human history that was better than god that's megalomania mark all right, we got to move on to the oh, next absolutely. question. Absolutely, I would have done it we, right. We have a. Yeah, just that's let me answer this quick because this this is great. This is great. I would have done it right the first time. Yeah, that's megalomania. Uh, a being so, so that this may be, but a being that's all knowing no, shouldn't may, have screwed up twice. Mark, your that's that, fine. That statement you made is megalomania. That if you were God, you you could uh, create a world. Uh, that is a redemptive plan of human history. See, what you are discounting is that the good and the bad 
that occurs during the course of human history is not a part of God's redemptive plan of human history. But the bottom line here is simply this. You are making a claim of megalomania. All right, guys, we need to get That's moving fine. on to the next I, question. I say, I say if, God, yeah, if God puts us through pain on purpose to remind us of him, he's sick. All right, so that's, not, that's not what the sick. Bible says. The temporal judgment that God has implemented in this world is a constant right. reminder to seek eternal communion with God and not to love this present world. You see, your your megalomania has blinded you that you're not that smart. All right, Mark. Since uh, the question, no, actually, since the question, actually, my science sorry. world has put me in a position where I live a good life. I, I don't I don't deal with parasites every day. I don't have to deal with viruses every day. I live in a first world country. I don't deal with what everybody well, else is dealing deal with, with in the world. So, in the so States, I guess Mark? I guess God's judgment no, let me answer. So no let me please answer. Wait a second, Mark. Wait a second, Darth. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna, I don't have let, any up wait, here where I live, but just let me answer. You're second, cutting Mark, me off. You said you'd let me talk. Mark, we'll let you so go. So your and God, then, your yeah. God extremely punishes Africa and the third world countries over the first world countries. And I find that interesting. So, yeah. And yet they're the ones that don't know anything about God. We have to run over to Africa with Bibles instead of food to make them realize there's a God. So what you're saying makes yeah. God obvious. The pain and suffering yeah. we go through is extremely, extremely biased towards the poor. That's interesting. Right. Since, I, since, I'm glad you brought yeah, that right. up. Since the question was for Darth, we're going to let him answer Absolutely. Let me just answer that. Yeah, yeah. The reason why we go over there to Bibles is not to inform them that God exists. We're to inform them that the God that exists has a redemptive plan of human history and for them not to lay their present hope in this lifetime, but the hope of eternal life through Jesus Christ and that in, in a future creation that he will restore. Your megalomania has blinded you to a system that is not the Christian gods. Okay, so we don't bring Bibles to tell them there's a God. We teach, we bring Bibles to show them that the God who created this creation has a redemptive plan of hum human history, okay? So right. your megalomania has blinded you to right judgment. All right, guys, we got to move on to yeah, the next you question. Should, we you have should so take many catch up with that uh, Bible so they have can at so least many eat questions it. Take that catch we, up next time. We've we we got so many questions. We need to get to some of the rest because uh, we're running out of time. Uh, super chat at your own risk right now because we, we got just a lot. Um, Bugmaster five dollars says I reject the dichotomy between possible and impossible. So do real scientists. Absolute statements are worthless compared to probabilistic ones. What do you think, Darth? Can you I, I repeat the question? Yeah, sure. I reject uh, dich, uh, dichotomy between possible and impossible. So do real scientists. Absolute statements are worthless compared to probabilistic ones. Um, in order, in order to make probabilistic statements um, by anyone, something is going to have to be static and absolute, along with what is dynamic. But apart from the Christian worldview, you're not going to be able to provide any absolutes. All right, in order to reason probabilistically, they reason probabilistically by presupposing and without defending that there are in actuality any absolutes that provide for that. All right. Thanks so much for that. We'll move of on course, to the next question. We need question. a foundation. We need a foundation to build off of. So, yeah, we do have to presuppose some absolutes. We really do. All we right. need a foundation. Thanks so much for that. So, so, so um, your absolutes. So your absolutes are not rationally justified, Mark. 
are they rationally justified they're 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 to the best of our ability at this point like i said we're 250 years in give us a break doesn't answer the we're question. working on it you all right thanks so question. much saying we're working okay, on next. it doesn't answer the question all right so the next question is from uh capitalism right uh spelled like k-a-p-p-a five dollar super chat um darth i'm not sure if if you have any history on this question or not so i'm just going to ask you just be like pass if you he says will darth debate uh pogan on modern day debate do you have any comment yeah these are these are these are just questions same, from trolls same thing okay pass on that, um yeah. Bugmaster five dollar says does darth scott intervene in physical reality in any way or does he just sort of exist if he sits there never doing anything what's the point i guess you said earlier that um, he does intervene well in, in the christian in the christian worldview um god has complete providential oversight he, he he permits human beings to do good things he permits human beings to be bad things if it were not for the power of his will and his word all fundamental things, or I should I should say maybe particles, would would not even exist. So God is not in there micromanaging, but He is He is in control of everything through the course of His redemptive plan of history. So if we do not accept God's revelation, self disclosure of Himself, that He is what is controlling everything, then what we have is there is nothing ultimately dictating uh, what is happening, and we live in a chance world where nothing can be predicated. There cannot be any absolutes that are defended. And we saw here tonight when I asked Mark, what is your rational justification for any absolutes at all? Mark's answer was, we're working on it. All right, thanks so much for that. Next and, question. Uh, no, my answer was that you're fitting gods into holes again. And, and everybody knows that's what you're doing. You're fitting gods into our holes. All right, thanks no, so much not for those God, God is what is fundamental and ultimate, the basis of possibility. But you, sir, are saying God does not exist as what is fundamental and ultimate. But when I ask you what is fundamental and ultimate in order for you to say not God, you just say, well, I don't know. So therefore, your claim there's no God is arbitrary and irrational. All right, we'll move on. Yeah, to you're, the only one, you're the only one tonight that has claimed an absolute. Okay. All right. You, you claim that. We don't claim absolute in science. We're, we're not ignorant like that. We so, know we're then learning if there's no every absolutes, day. Then if, there's no, then if there's no absolutes, you cannot say what is, can be, or cannot be. Without absolutes, can you say what is, can be, or cannot be, Mark? Yep. The sun will rise, will rise tomorrow in the east for me, and it'll set in the west. Okay. You just contradicted yourself because earlier I said, do you know the future? And you said no. I know the future of the sun tomorrow. Okay, how do you know the I'm future? I'm going to get up Mark? at eight o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to get how up at eight o'clock tomorrow because that's when the know, sun's Mark, up. Are, Mark, are you omniscient? How do you know the future will be like the past, Mark? Because I know there's a God that's going to put that sun in there no, tomorrow I'm for, for me because that's answer. what we believe. How do you know the future? The sun Mark? God will do it. I'm no, going to. I rely on the sun no, God. You no. You can't say a sun god because you don't believe you, the what is ultimate and fundamental. You said is unidentifiable. So how do you know the future, Mark? No, you asked me if I believed in the Christian God. I don't. I believe in the sun god, and the sun you're god not, is okay. telling see, now, me. See now, that, see now, you're lying. No, I'm not. No, Mark, we're not, how we're do not you know? talking about you believing in the sun. I'm asking you what is fundamental and ultimate, so that you can tell us what what the future will be. Okay. Well, you know for a fact that science doesn't doesn't deal in ultimates and and absolutes. You know that already. 
we we Good. have then, a few then, absolutes. Then, so yeah. there are no. You but have, we don't need a minute. God. Just, you just contradicted yourself. You just said there are no, few I absolutes. Didn't. What are they? Speed of light. Okay. Have you measured all photons? I don't have time. It's not my okay, job. So, well, so all your I, by, I by the way, people Mark, to do that for me. Mark, have they mentioned? Have they measured the speed of light one way or two way? Have they bounced it off a mirror and, and returned it and measured how long it took? Of course they did. Okay. But you okay. can set up. You can set up. You can. Okay. You know. You, you you really don't know what you're talking about there because they can have an admitter and a receiver and measure it in one direction. I I don't know where you're no, getting no, this round that, trip okay. crap yeah, from. Mark, guys, we're moving off into another direction. False. The one way speed of light cannot be done. So for example, Mark, the speed of a photon. When it is emitted, it could hypothetically be instantaneous, but on on round trip, it could be half the to the total time after it was emitted. I know. Now, it's I'm not saying. Right? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm not necessarily saying that that is the case, but it's a possibility. They have not measured the speed of light one way, Mark. All right. So is, is that because it's easier to bounce it off a mirror and just measure the speed no, of it? No, it's not We've easier. We've done that long ago. No, you're not understanding. We've understood. Mark. We've understood no, the speed of light about. for years. Mark, for you guys, years. we got to move on to the next question. Mark, I know you have to move on. Mark, yeah. I have to correct you right now. You don't know what you're talking about. The reason why light is measured round trip is because it cannot be measured one way. Okay? Why? You don't know what you're talking about. Because Tell us we, why. Because, be, because clocks can't be synchronized. Why? I just we told do you it, why. We do it with GPS all the time. We do okay, clock. Okay, we do, okay we, all right, Mark, Mark. What, what are you talking about? We deal, with special, guys, we deal with special a, relativity all, right, all the Mark, time with you, our GPS said, systems. You, all right, you guys, look, we're on Mark, a tangential point just, here. Let's, yeah, uh, Mark, let's that just, is just absolutely an error right well, there. Let's just move on. No, I'm not. Mark, if you don't mind. Mark, it's a category error, Mark. Darth, if you no, guys don't, not. if you guys don't mind, we'll just move on to the next uh, question. Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, we do with we do with special relativity okay. every day to run our GPS okay. and so, keep our satellites okay. everything okay. working properly. All right, thanks so okay. much. Okay, Mark, that. did you know did did you know Einstein Whoa. theory of relativity is contradicted by quantum mechanics? Which is right, Mark. Well, I'm sure it's all wrong. No, Einstein is a moron. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, all right, you guys, we're gonna we're gonna have to move on. I don't wanna I don't wanna meet you guys. Let's just move on to the next question. We had a five five CA super chat come in from Richard Romanchek says 100 bucks. Mark turned his volume up instead of yeah. So you're right. He he did he he said that earlier. Chris Gaiman, another five dollar super chat. You guys, let's move into like a, a speed round. That way we can get through more of these um, because we are running a little long. Uh, Chris Gaiman says, Darth, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, I demand you tell me uh, what's ultimate fundamental. I think you already answered that question, so we'll move on. Um, Patience Stark asks, Can you ask Darth Dawkins what a fallacy is? He stated. That there being no God is a fallacy. I don't think he understands. What do you say? Darth, I think you might be muted again. Yes, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I didn't say what he said was a, a, a fallacy. I, I mean, I consider it false when people say there's no God, but I didn't use the word fallacy. I said that Mark's reasoning is, is fallacious. He used the genetic fallacy, and you can actually look that up. 
He says God, he basically said in his outset that the reason why there is no God is because people have faulty reasoning reaching the conclusion that there's no God. That is a fallacy. Gotcha. And when, when I explained that to Mark three times, he, he would not even concede that that was fallacious reasoning, but that was his number one argument why there's no God. All right, thanks so much for that clarification. We had another $5 Super Chat coming from Bugmaster. says, is there a practical difference between knowing the sun will come out tomorrow is fundamental and ultimate in a fundamental and ultimate way and being only 99.9999999% sure? Yeah, I don't understand the question. It's very poorly worded. Okay. He's just saying, is there a practical difference between knowing the sun will come out tomorrow? And knowing knowing would be, sure? in these kinds of conversations, um, knowing would be a justified true belief. What what Bugmaster is doing is commonly what unbelievers do when we introduce discussion about knowing. They want to introduce a colloquial usage of the word known, meaning varying degrees of psychological confidence that a belief is true. Uh, I never or I rarely, if ever, use the word no to refer to any percentages of psychological confidence. I almost always use it to mean a justified true belief. All right. Thanks so much for that clarification. Joe Schwartz, $5 Super Chat says, if you love God so much, why don't you marry him? Great comment. Um, move on. Oflamio or Oflamio, whatever. Uh, sorry for mispronounce that. Uh, Darth, you are, you are an indeterminist because you believe some events do not have a cause. Is that the case? No, that's not my position. I believe that everything that exists and all events that occur have their grounding in the eternal God of the Bible. All right, thanks so much. Uh, Brian Stevens has a Patreon comment. says, uh, Darth interrupted Mark and then 10 seconds later said, please don't interrupt me. So it's just a comment about the debates. Cillian uh, Holland, 10 yeah, euros. We, takes... Yeah, I'd like to comment on that. If, yeah, we, if we were to count up the times that I interjected compared with Mark's, his would vastly outweigh mine. I'm sure somebody will do that leg work uh, at some point. Sure. <laughs> and, and if, I, if I can just comment on that, it's yeah, just I, I just I just don't want the questions to get too long that they're unanswerable. You you like to put so mm -hmm. uh, such a long string of words together with so many questions in them that they become unanswerable. And and to be honest with you, very hard to remember what your point was from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it, I do apologize. I do try to be polite when I do these things. And I do apologize. I, you know, I'm not your enemy. We're just no, here no, to have no, a no, conversation. No, I, don't, I don't think you're a bad guy, Mark. I don't, I don't think you're a bad guy. Don't be bad. All right. Thanks so much for that. Um, we had a 10 euro or 10 pound super chat from Cillian Holland. It says, Darth, how are we supposed to take you seriously? Second around the world. Okay. Um, so it was just a, it's kind of like a comment just saying like, he, uh, he thinks some of your beliefs are, are untenable, I guess. Um, next from Bugmaster, I know China made my wireless mouse because it says made in China on the bottom. If I were to look at a live mouse, where does the made by God stamped? Any comment? Yeah, or you, want to move you know, on? that's a, that's a, that's a guy who has appeared on the friendly neighborhood atheist stream. Uh, coming from somebody who is such a strong atheist, that's one of the dumbest questions I've ever I've ever heard. Okay, I mean that's that's the kind of questions that I would expect from an ADD rebellious teenager well, who didn't take his riddle on. Sure, 
Thanks so much for that comment. Uh, we have Celine. No, it's actually not because if you were, if, could I just make a quick yeah, comment ahead. here? Can I just make a quick comment? If you were to take a look at, at life in, in, as a whole, 75 to 80% of life that exists on this earth it is here to kill us. Um, bacteria is far, far outnumber all mammals combined. Most life on this earth is designed to kill other life. That That is what life is all about. And and that was the type of stuff I really had hoped to speak to Darth about tonight, is, you know, you've, you've got this, this Bible belief that there was no death before the sin, which makes no sense. Like I said, and it's actually higher, it's probably 99% of life on this earth is life that we can't even see. And we step on it All every right. day. We consume it every day, and we kill it every day. All right, yeah. thanks so much. Well, and it kills you say, us. Well, you say you say it makes no sense, but you you have no identifiable absolutes to point to, so you have no uh, plumb line or foundation for anything to make sense. If you had some absolutes, or you yourself said you don't know what is fundamental absolute. All right. So therefore, when you say it doesn't make sense, your world has no metaphysical foundation to make sense of anything. All of your facts that you invoke are all shrouded in mystery. So they're not facts. So your whole world doesn't make sense. You have no grounding in your world. All right. Thanks so much for those comments. Again, uh, I, think, I think we're comparing our, our world today and, and, and the religious like to look at our world today as being reality. 75, 80 years ago, if we didn't have antibiotics, man, you got a paper cut, you died. This world is not the way we see it. This is an artificial world made by science. We do not live in nature. And if you claim nature is God, then God made a crappy nature for us. You okay. stepped on a thorn, you died from infection. Okay, so, so is there something that is absolute that would guarantee the truth of that statement? Absolutely. If we didn't have antibiotics, no, we no, are dead. Understanding me, I said, what is it? That if we is didn't absolute? have tetanus shots, we are dead. They came from science. What I'm me, saying, Mark. Mark. Okay. What is it that sorry. Absolute, go ahead. What is it that is fundamentally absolute that would secure the truth of your statement? History. No history. You are. You are. You are now conflating man's ideas about the past versus cause and effect and biology, okay? You see, this is the problem. I ask you a straightforward question and you give me responses that bear no resemblance to the question that I asked you. So we need, need to move on with the- Yeah, you guys, uh, we're, 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 we're almost at two We're almost at two hours, so we need to uh, yep, move on. Yeah, keep going. All right, so we had a super Sorry. chat come in, 20 pounds from Jordan says, no man spoke like Jesus did. Jesus' words have changed lives throughout the past 2,000 years. To compare to a black box to Jesus is dishonest. You want to comment on that, Mark, real quick? I agree. Jesus, Jesus if Jesus existed as a man, um, he has. He has um, built a religion that has become unbelievable. It's become strong. Um, there's lots of believers. It has, um, it has changed society. And uh, it has turned a lot of what society is in certain areas into what it is. Um, it, it, it was a, an incredible, incredible 
um, movement if it existed, but we don't know it existed. And that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. The proof of Jesus, the proof of God, the proof of the resurrection, the proof of uh, sin uh, bringing on death, the proof of Adam and Eve genetically, where we can show it. And instead, I got a lot of philosophy, but, but he has veered off his philosophy and given me some answers. And I'm actually fairly happy with some of the answers that he's given me. And it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to be, um, I'm going to have pause for thought probably when I go, go to bed tonight. And that's what I ever hope to get out of this. Right. I never hope to get a win. I always hope well, to get pause for thought and just think about things. Well, thanks for that comment. Uh, well, let me just Martin. make a, a brief comment. Uh, unless we acknowledge that God exists by his self-disclosure, then nothing is provable. Okay, because you have no ultimate, you have no foundation, you have no absolutes to appeal to. So you keep on talking about proof, but your worldview doesn't have the necessary ingredients in order for them to for there to be proof, Mark. All right. So just only in a world, the, in only in a world. Worldview. Let me just finish. Only in a world where the God of the Bible exists with his attributes set can there actually be proof for things. If you deny that, you have no metaphysical grounds for proof. All right, because the question was for Says Mark, we're going to let him have the uh, we're going to let him have the last word on this question. Go ahead. Says God that you know says the Christians and and that's that's the thing. Says the Christians. So the Christians will tell you if you do not believe in their way, if you do not believe in their thought, you have no basis for reality, you have no basis for your claims. And it's it's just a faulty way of thinking and you can replace god with any word and make the exact same assumptions okay. right, you've contradicted so yourself you, okay hold on. on you contradicted okay, yourself on. because well, you you just stated no, you just contradicted yourself let me just say something he contradicted himself well, because now he says we could assert other foundations but i asked him what is it that's fundamental ultimate and absolute and he says we don't know it and we can never know it and now he's contradicting himself well mark you want to make where did i contradict myself I don't know you where I contradicted you could, myself. You said you what could I, posit, you could posit said, these other foundations. Oh, you can't. Darth what I what, basically yeah, said yeah. is that Christians are the ones that claim we can't know anything without God. That is their foundation, and it's faulty. It, it's just they assert how do you How do this. you ultimately know something, Mark? What does that even mean? Can you know something well, tell me without what that being means. I want to know how you ultimately know anything. So you must ultimately know everything because you have God on your side. So what you're telling me is God-believing Christians know everything and we can't know anything. So what yeah, do see, you know? Yeah. What do you ultimately know as ultimate truth? Because you're I, a Christian. What can you tell me? What, what I Okay, well, no, I'll be glad to answer the question, but I want the audience to notice Mark has dodged the question for the umpteenth time tonight. Okay, I didn't your, hear. Your yeah, favorite, I know you your keep favorite asking it over and over. Team, your favorite you, baseball you, team must be the L.A. Dodgers. Actually, they are because Don Drysdale was my uncle. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, so so Darth, we, we got it. Let's let let's let Mark uh, get in the last comment because the question was for him. I'm I'm doing the same for you. Yeah. Let's so so right, no, comment. all all I'm saying is is they, they make these these assertions that you cannot know um, without God. And, and it, it's just, it's not a legitimate argument. 
um you know it's it's just not it's it's like me saying you can't know unless you believe in the little black box and how do we know the little black box because it's revealed itself to us how has it done it the little black box makes the sun come up in the morning it makes That's it go down at night. Right, it, so, it's not true uh, just we're, we're because you state to... it doesn't make it true let's move okay on to our next thank question. you for that question uh, and you and you uh, assert, second, and you uh, assert we're gonna move on doesn't exist doesn't make it true mark Darth, we're gonna move on uh, two do- two Canadians from Super Chat from Ask Yourself says Mark, please stop. Do- well, he's just a comment. He he thinks you were dog. We'll move on. Uh, it's not a question. Uh, P Barn says I'm trying to the- I'm trying to answer unanswerable questions as good as I can, sure. and that's what philosophy is. Philosophy is designed not to be answerable. These questions are designed not to be answerable that's why the audience keeps chiming in what do you mean by this and even he can't answer well, we what got, he means by well, it. We got they're, this... they're questions that are designed not to be answered and then all of a sudden they stand back and they go you see i got you therefore god and it's just it's faulty in all of its premises. no no it's, it's not just mark, do you know what a, mark, hold on a second. mark mark do you know what a reductio ad absurdum is Okay, it's using an argument that the denial of the proposition leads to contradiction or absurdity. It's a legitimate form of argumentation. It's called a reductio ad absurdum. Okay, so it's not fallacious that the denial of the proposition leads to incoherence. We can't have a a tangential conversation on every question. We got to move on because we're almost (laughs) done with these. Um, And then, to be fair, the next question from G Houston sixty nine, Mark. To be fair to you, he said basically the exact same thing about uh, Darth on the next. Super chat. So that kind of, you know, it's back and forth in the comments. It's like one guy's winning, the other guy's winning. So just to be, you know, it's pretty even for you guys, actually. Um, Bugmaster5 says, uh, impersonal things communicate all the time. Crickets, ants, arguably amoeba, computers, for sure. Computers are communicating right now as we speak. Uh, Any comment on that, uh, Darth, or do you want to move on? I'll be honest with you. I couldn't understand what you were saying. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to read them fast. Uh, he, he basically said that impersonal things communicate all the time, like crickets, ants, and computers and stuff. Uh, any comment or you want to move on? Um, imperson- impersonal things communicate like, like crickets. Yeah. Um, no, no, these, these, these animals are not agents. They're biological robots. Okay. Right. That would be, that would, that would be, that would be, that would be like saying a telephone is communicating because the telephone rings. Okay, thanks so much, uh, Mark. In order uh, for there to be, in order for there to be communication, there has to be one agent to another. There has to be one a one mind that's a sender and a mind that's a receiver. All right, thanks so much for the comments, uh, Mark. We have a five dollar super char- chat from Oflamio, I believe it's name. Uh, please, if I forgive me if I mispronounce that. Says Mark, you say that there is no God, but you agree that George Washington existed. He is worship. Oh, he's worshiped as a god in Hawaii Shinto shrines. Okay, it's just kind of like a joke, I think. Um, yeah, you... we have proof for George Washington. That's the thing, you know. That George Washington is recent history, and uh, there, there's no claims of miracles. There's no claims. Um, you know, the God claim is pretty extreme. You got to admit, it's it's a pretty extreme claim, and uh, claims like that had better had some pretty extraordinary evidence to back them up. Or else, um, you know, they just have to fall into man's imagination. Where I feel God of, uh, you know, the Christian God of the Bible. That's where I 
I believe he he uh, he exists. All right, thanks so much uh, for Mark, that. Mark, you said there's proof for George Washington in your atheist worldview. What I want to ask for you is, is simply this: uh, Can you defend uh, the reliability of your cognitive processes and your memory capacity? What what institutes and secures that those are reliable in order for you to say in your atheist world? There's proof for George Washington. Is your memory aptitude and your cognitive well, obviously it, it's, reliable? It, it's not in my no, it's not in my memory. But what it is is we've been a pretty reliable um, uh, species so far. We've been keeping You're pretty good track of things. Um, you could ask that about Trump and Trump. Okay, so Trump was in my memory. Question, Trump. Mark. Sure, I am. Again, Mark, you're going down the road of philosophy. Is there something Are that you imposes... arguing that George Washington didn't exist? No, I'm asking you in your atheist worldview, is there something at a fundamental level that imposes the basic and regular reliability of your memory aptitude and your cognition? Does something impose that? What are you t why do you ask these questions like this? It, it's We're a legitimate question. The question you're, you're was, question you're was presupposing, how do we know that George Washington exists? I'm telling you. Mark, you're not move on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We, we move got, on. You, it's going right over your head. All right, hang on one second. Uh, the, of the course fence. it is. It's not meant to be answered. All right, let, let's move on. It's a legitimate question, We're, but you're not, you're not equipped to answer it. Darth, let's let let's, uh, no, let's move on to the next question. Uh, it was just kind of a, I think the question was even a joke before, but um, he says uh, we got a super chat, uh, a tin bomb from Rich E. It says Darth, why does something need to be absolute in order for things to be impossible? Also, do you recommend a particular okay. book or writing to understand more about this subject? Yeah, if 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 nothing is deemed or designated to be absolute. That means everything is in, in flux, okay? That everything is changing, right? So you can't, you can't claim uh, that, um, how should I put this? If, not, if nothing is absolute, then anything can happen. And if anything can happen, there cannot be human intelligibility. So for example, um, let, let's say a converse contender says um, the Eiffel Tower stands in Paris. If there's nothing that's absolute, he couldn't make that intelligible statement because uh, facts could could change at any any given moment, right? Or I could say, well, because there's rocks on the moon, therefore Par the Eiffel Tower doesn't stand uh, in Paris. And you could say, well, how does that follow? That that would be impossible for one to follow another. But without absolutes, you can't say what's impossible. So without identifying that something is fundamental, ultimate, and absolute, you cannot assert and defend what is, can be, or cannot be. No absolutes, and you have no human intelligibility. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your brain on religion. There you go. All right, thanks for this okay. comments. Well, you, you know what? That was a perfectly legitimate philosophical analysis. And because either right. you didn't want to understand it or, or couldn't understand it, what you do is typically nope. what atheists do, and you resort to mockery and ridicule when you don't understand something. Not mocking you. I'm not mocking you. I'm telling you that I can call somebody right now in Paris and say, hey, is that Eiffel Tower still there? And they say yes. I'll get them to send me a picture of it. Good enough for me. I don't need to go down a long you're not, road you're of not, philosophy you're not, you're not, you're that not says because there's rocks Nothing's on the moon. You're Nothing's cutting me off because there's world, rocks Mark. on the moon. The Eiffel Tower doesn't right, exist because right, of philosophy. Let's move on. Let's no, move you're on. not understanding. Got... Nothing's absolute. You can't make truth statements, Mark. All right, let's move on. We've got two more questions right. to get through. 
Got two two last questions, okay? All right, so uh, Zekus, hope I think I'm pronouncing it right. Zekus, uh, thanks for your ten dollars super chat. Says, unfortunately, I came to this late, but no, Darth. A genetic fallacy is a fallacy where one attacks, champions someone, something based on its history or origin. It has nothing to do with being agnostic. Do you get that? Yeah, that yeah, that guy's cool. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for your ten dollars super chat. Rich E says, hmm. "Nope, that we've already asked that question." Oh yeah, the, his second part of that question. <laughs> that's why I went back to it because the second part of his question was, "Do you have a particular book or writing to understand more about the the subject, Darth?" Um, yeah, what you can read is a book called Every Thought Captive by Richard Pratt. Every Thought Captive by Richard Pratt. That's the best uh, book you can get that's easy to read and an introduction to uh, the biblical apologetics. All right. Thanks so much for that. I think that was our last super chat, our last question. Um, if I missed yours, so sorry about that. Um the chat was exploding tonight because there was like at one time there was like almost a thousand people in uh watching so it's it was moving pretty quickly. oh good yeah, excellent there, yeah there was like 899 or something like that i mean it was pretty it was so pretty there were about a thousand people so 90 999 of them were my fans <laughs> there was actually a lot of darth fans in the chat for sure or and or is it the reverse there was, well there was a lot of people in the chat for sure for mark as well like it it was Pretty even, I think. Or I mean, as far as I can tell, it's moving quick. But there were a lot of people saying that. Uh, you didn't include me. I'm your fan too. You you got to include <laughs> me as your fan. Yeah, I mean, I got to feel. Uh, I'm just saying that because there's a lot of dark haters out there. No, you 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 can't think that way. You really can't. And and people, if if you hate either of us, it, it's not right. Like yeah. we're we're both yeah. good groups of people. Christians are good people. They believe what they believe. It's just. You know, we come to these debates just for that reason, to try to get answers and to go around in in circles of philosophy doesn't really get us anywhere. I, and, and if someone wants to look into it, and then I'll, I'll be quiet. I know we're trying to wrap this up. Go see Eric Hovind's, um He had a debate with some poor woman. Go try to find that somewhere on YouTube. And it is honestly excruciatingly painful because he just would not let this woman off of this question. And he asked it for almost two hours and she was almost in tears. And it was just philosophy. It was questions designed not to be answered. And that does not make for a winning team. It, it doesn't make you got to come to these things with proof for God. And I kept asking you for proof You're not understanding God. in a world it, without God, there can't be proof for anything. Says you. OK, if nothing is absolute and ultimate, how can you prove anything, Mark? You're right back to asking me the same question you started it with. Yeah. Yeah. So all you're simply doing is you haven't offered a refutation. All you've done is just be uh, dismissive. That's all you've done. That's been your strategy, just to be dismissive. Well, I'm not trying to be dismissive, and I'm not trying to be rude, and that that's the truth. I don't think you're All being I rude. came to tonight, all I came to tonight with, with was the question, what was your best proof for God? And your best proof, if I'm understanding you right, and if I got it wrong, please clear it up, is that there cannot be any 
understanding there cannot be basically our reality cannot exist in any form without a God. And that to me is not proof that's for not a God. I, I could say that's not what I said. What I said right. was oh, then I without acknowledging you God's sorry. I said with, without acknowledging God's self disclosure through natural and special revelation, then you're not going to have any rational grounds for intelligibility whatsoever. Your world will all be absurd. So whatever you assert is, can be or cannot be, it's grounded in nothing. You keep on asking for reasons for God, proof for God, but when I ask you about your world, you have no reasons at all. You have no grounding for science. You have no grounding for laws. You admitted that the, there are no identifiable absolutes. It's nothing, if there are no absolutes that you can identify and sustain, then you cannot be in a position of making any truth claims. Do you understand? You said, I don't have right. a reason yeah, to believe so in I, God. The reason guess, to believe no, in God is you're without saying. him. The reason nope. to believe in yep. God is without him. You don't have a reason to believe in anything, Mark. No, I understand exactly what you're saying. You're saying if we don't understand everything about the human nature, we can't know everything, therefore God. That is what you're saying. No, what if I'm saying to you is... If we don't know everything, how can we make an absolute no, claim you don't that know, there's no, no God? If, if, if you do not acknowledge God as the foundation of everything and that he has revealed himself, you will not be able to lay claim that you know anything given your model of reality. Given your model of reality, there are no identifiable absolutes whatsoever. So since you have conceded that you have no identifiable absolutes, then by your own concession, you don't know anything. All right, guys. I want to give Therefore you. I want to give. I want to give you guys each like one or two minutes to wrap up, uh, just to give like a closing statement, and then we'll go ahead and get off air. Um, yeah. Who Who would like to start? Well, I I, I would like to go first because I feel that okay. I got to get the last um, the last in. So just in fairness to Darth, I, I will go first. Okay. Um, so basically, I I came to tonight hoping to speak to a believer about what makes him believe, what what really shakes him to the core and, and makes him wake up in the morning and go, my God, there has to be a God. When he walks out of his house, there is a God. Um, when he reads the Bible, there is a God. I know there's a God because of this. What is the feeling he has? Is it a feeling? Is it a belief because of a book? Is it a belief because he's been told it since a child? Is there, does he really believe that nature cannot exist without a God? And tonight, I got a lot of philosophy, and I am going to go back and re-listen to this. And honestly, I'm going to, I'm really going to try to put his word salad back together. And I'm sorry to call it that, but I was really having troubles following where his philosophical questioning was going. And, I, and, and then I started to understand what it was. Their questions that are that the answers are already presupposed did not be answerable therefore god i win um that that to me is the weakest of arguments towards a god i would rather sit down with kent hoven um as silly as that may seem and have him tell me um there are uh, fossils in this layer of stone, therefore God. At least I can go, I can look at that, and I can go, come on, Kent, that fossil is not there because of God. That fossil is there because that fish died. Sediment built up on top of it. It was replaced by minerals. There you go. We got a, we, we got a fossil. Come on, what are you talking about? And we can argue that. It's really frustrating 
to argue philosophy. And I'm really impressed that a thousand people stuck in there, and especially if they're kind of on my side, because they're not as used to this way of arguing for God, where, um, you know, my questions are unanswerable, they're designed to be unanswerable, they're designed to be confusing, they're designed to um, be what they are. But at the end of the day, please, everybody out there, ask yourself, just because you can't answer a question, how does that lead you to God? How does that presuppose a God? And really what his statement is, is if we can't know everything, we can't know anything. And if I have misrepresented him, I'm sorry. And I am honestly not going to interrupt. I, I will mute my mic now and I'll let him finish up. And hopefully at the end, we'll get to say goodbye. And uh, if not, again, I'd like to thank Modern Day Debates. I think they put on some of the best debates that are out there. I think they're very fair. I would like to thank you for moderating. I think you did a great job. I'm sorry that you know we did end up talking over you a couple times, but I think you did a great job. I don't think I've seen your face on here before, so I don't know if this is your first time to do it or not, but uh, I think you did a great job. And uh, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for giving us a platform to speak on. Um, and to everybody in the in the chat um, who was polite, thank you for being polite. And, um, you know, we're, we're all on the, the journey of knowledge. We're all trying to learn. And that's why we're there. Right now, we have a thousand people on here. And you are unique people. You are people that are trying to learn. Some of them are on here hoping for a fight where, you know, I start calling Darth names and he starts calling me names. But that's not what we're here for. And I, I'm honestly not known for that. The only time I've ever got upset was on a flat earth debate. And I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. So I will wrap it up there again. Thank you, Modern Day Debates. And thank you, Darth. And um, I'll let you. Um, I'll let yeah, you take so your uh, your finishing comment. Yeah, appreciate it. I think it was an interesting discussion for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, you'll, I'm not on here as much anymore because I'm, I'm really busy. But um, yeah, let's just kick it over to Darth. See what he's got to say, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Uh, so Mark asked me what my reasons were for God, and I gave him that because God has revealed Himself through natural revelation and special revelation, there could not be any other answer other than that if anyone says that there is that will be inco incoherent the only way that we can know that god exists is by his own revelation and self-disclosure of himself either through the parameters of natural revelation and special revelation mark is uh, basically acquainted with christianity he's basically acquainted with the account of the bible he's acquainted with my case that i made for natural revelation and he rejects it all right now he objected that i'm saying oh because we don't know all the answers well that's not the position that that he is, is speaking from he doesn't know anything because there are no absolutes in order for and, and by the way i made a a case for the existence of god via a reductio ad absurd, absurdum that that the god has revealed that he exists and that he is the ground of all being and the basis for any truth statements or the acquisition of what's false.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.